Welcome to Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. This is episode 14, and we're so glad to be here. How you guys doing? Let's go around the room. We actually have a very special guest from our middle school. We're so glad to introduce him, Elvis, Elvis Charles. Charles. All right, let's give it up. <laughs> hey, guys, what's up, man? All right, uh, so Elvis, you've heard us mention him before uh, in our previous podcast. He's our longtime middle school friend. Uh, for me, I go back with him uh, back in elementary school. Uh, we've been uh, gaming together for a long time, uh, all of us. Uh, we have uh, lots of history. Uh, he's actually one of the guys that Arnaldo was talking about and uh, playing the original MGO online. So we decided to bring him in so you could share his knowledge of Metal Gear and the past and the history of uh, all the stuff that we've done. So Elvis. Uh, actually, the truth <laughs> is we just dragged him to the show. And we, <laughs> pretty said, much. we pretty much said, you're going to be on. You just are. He came as a, as a spectator. Right. Yeah, and, he did. And, and yep. I, I looked at Heidel and I was like, let's put him in the show. Right. Exactly. And he was just like, no, 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 I'm, I'm good. Actually, why am I telling here? Tell, tell, tell facts. Tell, tell them all. Yeah, they tied me up and dragged me here, guys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're tied up. It, no, not anymore. Now I'm, now I'm on camera. So, you know. so are you here of your own free will? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Yo, we, we love Elvis. Um, we've known Elvis for a long time. He's long, been a, long time. He's a very good friend. Very hardworking friend. Um, yes. You know, when he was like in middle school, didn't you have like three jobs or something? <laughs> yeah, you did. Like you were always taking care of your mom, <laughs> which is admirable. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you, how many jobs did you have? Did you have one or what? What was that? It was like five. <laughs> like five jobs. Where, where, where did you work? You know, I was a farmer, <laughs> cab driver, farmer job. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, a little back, uh, back story about this. Um, we were playing all together uh, when MGO released the original Metal Gear. Metal Gear, yeah, for Metal Gear Solid 3 Substance. <clears throat> so, uh, we each, each of us, we get it. And we're just like, all right, let's, uh, you know, let's let's play and stuff. I don't, I, you got it a little bit later, right? A little bit after. Yeah, he he wasn't he wasn't such a fan. Right, he was right. Just, you know, he would usually be the one making fun of us. Yeah, for playing for, and stuff. For yeah. playing and being fans of the exactly. show. Exactly. Um. So during that holiday break that I always talk about, the spring break, you know, he's making fun of us, whatever and stuff. But he gets the game, and I see this guy on in the morning, and I'm like, hmm, wow, he must enjoy. He's probably gonna just play for a bit and stuff. I go back on in the night, and he's still on because <laughs> he's still playing. <laughs> yeah, guys, I got addicted real quick. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was it was good uh, because we all uh, Arnaldo used to do this headshot competition, whatever training. Uh, you remember that when you used to do that? <laughs> uh, I mean, I I so feel like I would do something like that though. Uh, the beauty of it is, you I I've got to say something about Elvis though. He was a very good rival, yeah. and and player online. Uh, he was actually the hound I was talking about. I don't know which episode it was. One in ancient times. I can't remember. It has to be like episode four or something. Yeah, yeah. But but um, Elvis had <laughs> he once got the um the uh, code name hound for his online as his online <laughs> yeah, emblem. Yeah. Yep. Once had it, and then it kind of changed. Why Why don't you tell us what happened, Elvis? So. The way this all started off was you guys were online before me you know, <laughs> with your little squirrel ranking. And yeah, yeah. I think Arnold had Doberman, Doberman, Doberman. Doberman at one point. So I was just like, nah, I want to be better. Like, you know, so I played morning, noon and night every day. And the rankings in that game were um, 
you never know what you're going to get. Yeah, you didn't know. Yeah. You definitely didn't know. Well, I, I mean, you yeah, you have to go like with a with certain type of rules, certain names. Yeah, meant something you know, uh, eagle meant you always got a headshot. Hound always meant uh, hound meant you had like a death and uh, the death kill ratio was had to be of a certain you know it had to be of a certain standard. So you were really good if you're able to you were able to balance your kills um, and your headshots. So I, I think you were the only hound that I knew personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the goal was to get Foxhound, but I was never that good. I used to also join Headshot only matches as well. Right. Right. Because I was addicted to roommate. <laughs> I was addicted to the game for a while, and um, I think I played online before I actually played the game itself. And then when I started playing the game, that became another competition between me and Arnaldo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell us, <laughs> tell us more about that. Tell us, tell us more. So, the final mission against the boss, where you had to defeat her. I think there was a little um, offside. Um, what was it? Um, it was like time trial. You had to defeat the bosses. Yeah, in certain uh, times. Yeah, boss battles. Yes, boss battle. That's that's what it's called. And um, me and Arnaldo had our little duel for. Oh, wow, it'll, it'll go back and forth. And our times were like ridiculous. Like he would beat it. I would crush it. And then he would just crush mine. I'll be so devastated. Like I worked so hard to be perfect because you had to be perfect <laughs> to, get, to get the fastest time. That's right. I mean, but here's the rule we followed. I believe this is you can correct me if I'm wrong, Elvis. We had to do it with no weapons. I think it was it no weapons or what was it? I forgot. Yeah, it was no weapons. It was stun her and um. Let's do it as fast as possible, basically. No weapons at all. Right, right. Okay. Um, man, but, but it, was, it was so epic. The three of us would play online sometimes. Yeah, sitting under siege t- yeah, was yes. just like 4 a.m., just going at <laughs> it had, all the time. I, but I don't know how Elvis could do it with a job, though. Yeah, I don't how remember did, How did you manage to like work, play, and then go to school? Metagare was life. <laughs> Metagare was, was life. <laughs> so, uh, going uh, more into the future, uh, after that, we played uh, Metagare Solid 4. So, if you could tell us a little bit about that. All right. So, my Metagare Solid 4 days were pretty cut short, but um, I didn't like the online after a while due to the fact that... Um, People were using the little headshot glitch machine. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I would get owned. <laughs> so <laughs> I gave up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, now you're, now you're playing MDS5, though, right? You're, you, have a play, you have it on the PlayStation 4 now? Yes. How, how do you feel about the online there? Um, I just started it yesterday, I believe. Um, and um, yet again, I'm going back to my old ways of only using stun weapons and stealth. So Nice. Um, it's difficult when people are using assault rifles and you're trying to run up to them and trying to stun them out, knock them out. But, um, yeah, it's, um, it's pretty fun so far. I'm going to let Arnaldo and Jairo know how it goes in emails. And, um, what's your class? What class do you use? Um, I don't have a class yet. I legit just started. I, I don't, re- I don't recall I've selected a class. I don't think it allowed me to select a class. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, in Every Metal Gear game, so like aside from the online, in let's say from starting from one all the way till uh, five, which one is your favorite? In story mode, Snake Eater is my favorite. Nice, nice. That's uh, we definitely agree with that. Seems one. yeah, seems like we have uh, 
uh, unanimous decision on yeah, yeah. And, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. Speaking of Metal Gear Solid 3, if you guys look at our Twitter, by the way, you can follow us on Twitter at UCB Podcast. That's um, right. We did, I, we did put up a video of Metal Gear Solid 3, uh, but with an MGS5 trailer style. And it is epic. It's really good. It's, re- I, it's just like, it, it captured me. There were other ones for part four, part two, with an MGS5 kind of style to it, the trailer, you know, with Sins of the Father in the background. But this part three really took it. Um, when you guys have a chance, check it out. It's on YouTube. Um, check it out on our page. If you're not following us on Twitter, follow us on Twitter. If you, you want to be friends on Facebook, we're on Facebook. Um, and guys, if you just heard in the beginning... We've also opened up a Patreon. We Patreon. Have, we've, <laughs> Patreon. We finally uh, were able to film uh, a proper introduction to our Patreon. Yeah. Um, as, as it said, we, we want to bring you more content. We want to be more, um, h- how would I say this? We want to be more frequent, uh, more Twitch streams. We just want to really bring you the best of Metal Gear, and we want to be known as the voice of Metal Gear. Absolutely. I think that you hit it right on the head when, we, when you said that we want to bring you more. Uh, with the Patreon, what we're going to do is have a lot more content, have a lot more things that we could actually do uh, for the fans um, and have the means to do so. Uh, you know, obviously, we're still trying. We're still uh, starting out and we're still doing uh, most of the things that we can do right now. Uh, but with your help and your support, uh, we could do a lot more. And there's so many things that we're talking about now. And, you know, obviously, we can't talk about, like I said last week, but there's things that are in the works and you know it i think with that proper push uh we would get those things out in time and the quality would be would be exactly what i think metal gear fans deserve yeah um elvis (laughs) not elvis and i heido and i have been um talking about these future plans and we really, as he said we want to see this as a reality yeah we we want to um we want to just we want to see this come to life, uh, just like this podcast is, just like everything that we've been doing by because of your support has been happening. Your comments, your subscriptions, your your following on on Twitter has pushed UCBP to where it is. Absolutely, and we will we want to immerse you more into UCBP. We're we're also trying to open an Instagram so you guys have more behind the scenes um, type of a thing. Uh, if you're into that. Uh, and and we're looking into other things. We won't discuss all of them, only because we wanted to to surprise you. Yeah. But we are constantly working. But that being said, Heidel, my man, how you doing? Doing good, man. Um, there's lots of things. I had this whole week off from my regular day job, so it's been good. I've been catching up on some gaming. I've been playing a lot of The Witcher. Um, like I said, that game just never ends. <laughs> it's extremely long. If you've been listening to the other episodes, he's a fan. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's a fan of the I know, I love this well, game. No, it's a, it's a good game. It's a very good it's game. I mean, it won game of the year like everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean, just, I never, I haven't played it. I want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, only because I, I've seen you play and it looks good. Yeah, it, it, it's good. It looks good. Have you, have you played The Witcher? Have you heard about it? I've heard about it, but I haven't played it yet. So... The, it's pretty much like a big open world, but it takes like 200 hours to beat, like just to beat the game. So it's like a Skyrim of some sort? It, right, exactly, exactly. So it's set in like those kind of medieval times, uh, Renaissance age, but it's, uh, it's a very meaty game. But I know you have a PlayStation 4, so aside from Metal Gear, what do you play? 
Um, also played Black Ops, um, Grand Theft Auto. Um, I just got Phantom Pain the other day. Nice. Um, Heard that game is uh is okay. It's pretty pretty dope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were thinking of starting a podcast for that. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Great idea, guys. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's any other podcasts out there for Metal Gear Solid, so that's right. <laughs> it'll be great. Um, Naruto Storm Four was recently purchased, and yeah, yeah. um, NBA Two K Five. Two K Fifteen? I thought Two K Sixteen came out. Yeah, I got money for that. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's a he's a humble guy. <laughs> he's a humble guy. Okay. Um, anything else, bro? Um, I think that's pretty much it. A lot of uh, UCBP stuff. Yeah, happening we, we, this week. Yes, yes. Uh, we I think this whole busy. week was was uh was taken into consideration that you know we'll have time off to do this. Uh, and you know that's why you saw in the beginning the uh our Patreon. Um, and also uh if you can search for. Uh, under the cardboard box uh, forward slash Patreon, you will see our Patreon video, which he was just talking about. Uh, we spent the whole uh, week doing that uh, for you guys, so you guys can understand, have a better understanding of what exactly we're doing yeah. uh, with our tiers there. Uh, but in that case, we had the Dice Summit as well. Uh, we saw that. Um, it was pretty cool to, to you know see Hideo Kojima and Guillermo del Toro, which we'll talk about more in the news, uh, together again. Um, you know, that was pretty cool. I sat down to watch that for a bit. Uh, and I think that's pretty much all I have. Yeah. Guys, I, 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 I was honestly um, very impressed with what Heidel did with that video. Oh, I have no idea what I'm doing with he, the video. <laughs> so. we're, we are really, we're learning this as we go. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of sort of what we're talking about when we say we want to bring more content out to you. Absolutely. Um, helping us on the Patreon will allow us more opportunities yeah um because as he had mentioned we do have like other things we need to accomplish yeah of course uh but but with your help we can we can set aside more time we we can feel a little more comfortable um it is it is pretty hectic for heidel i mean he is planning for a wedding (laughs) yeah which is crazy um, crazy because I never thought I'd see the day, but I'm so proud of him. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> I said that before they were like, you're just too mean to, hide. Yeah, yeah. I said <laughs> and now, <laughs> and now, yeah. yes. Um, I, but, uh, it, it's great, man. So I, what about yourself? Well, I was actually going to ask Elvis, but I'll go first. It's fine. Um, man, I, I've, I've been okay. Um, still, I, I honestly, I don't know if you guys ever heard of Postmates. Uh, I've decided to do that. It's a job. It's a courier job. Uh, so that. I can, it's, I've chosen it because it allows me to make my own schedule and it frees me up to really concentrate on, uh, UCBP. Uh, yeah. But then again, I am, I am also waiting for something a little more serious if it comes along or if we, I, I see myself doing this for a very long time. I want UCBP to grow. I honestly see it. Yeah. I, I see it as, I think we, you and I both see it as our baby. Um, and I hope that you, the fans, see it as a growing business, a growing project, um, and, and a place you can call home, you Metal Gear fans. Absolutely. Something you can just turn on, yeah. uh, tune in, and just hear uh, what we have to say about Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and really just get into your lives, just like you guys are getting into ours, um, by sending your emails to underthecardboardbox at gmail.com, your comments on Twitter, on Facebook. We see them all. I mean, I was reading something from Christopher where... Um, you know, he won the code last week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Steam code. I hope you're enjoying it, Christopher. 
Um, but he was very emotional hearing it. Mm-hmm. And that kind of touched my heart. Yeah, it did. It, it, it shows that people care. Mm-hmm. It shows that like just normal listeners like us can just go in yeah. and we can um, hear our our names be said like in a podcast, you know, just because we're all friends here. <laughs> even you know? though, even though they say it wrong, <laughs> oh, of course, a yeah. lot of times, or a, they a don't even know our, they don't even know our names. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we understand their and it's, and it's all right. You yeah, know, but it's okay. <laughs> as someone like I put myself, myself in Christopher's shoes where, you know, I'm looking at the fans as the faithful followers of, of ours that as, as our friends, you know, mm-hmm. that we share this common, uh, like, and it's Metal Gear. Yeah. You know, uh, Metal Gear is so huge. Mm-hmm. And I think that the fans, aside from like Kido Kojima and everyone, he's already said his story, Kojima. Yeah. You know, obviously with this yeah, being yeah, his last definitely. one. Now it's the fans' turn uh, so they can tell their stories. Right. And this is what we want to do with this right. podcast. The entire um, message of Metal Gear that I think Kojima wanted to leave was that we are. We can be big boss. Absolutely. Yeah. That we can, we, you know what I mean? And we are making the story. That's as, at least that's what, what Raiden's portion was. Yeah. You're this yeah. rookie who is a fan of snake. Yeah. You want to be just like him. So they put you through this kernel, uh, the, you know, it's supposed to simulate and you're supposed to become like snake. Absolutely. But Ocelot said, anyone can be shaped like snake. Anyone can fight with experience with a little right. bit of uh, backup. Um, Elvis. I know it's your first time on our show. Uh, he is an active listener and one of our supporters on Patreon. Yeah, which uh, you can support at Patreon forward slash UCB podcast. Yes, he is one of our supporters, one of our very dear friends, as I said before. But I want to know how he's doing besides all the MGS history that we've had and uh, all the fun that we've had in middle school. Tell, tell us how you're doing, man. Um, I'm doing great, guys. Um. This podcast you guys are doing is pretty awesome, you know. Um, I remember when you guys first brought it up, the idea, and I was just like, go with it, um, see how it goes, and um, it's growing fast. Like I have to say, it's growing fast. Like, um, thank you. From episode one to thirteen, now we're doing fourteen. Now it's um, the fans are great because you know I creep. I'm not gonna lie, I creep on Facebook because <laughs> I get all the notifications. Um, <laughs> late at night. Late at night, and I wake up and I just look, and um, <laughs> the fact that you know, my friends from middle school have fans now. It's pretty awesome. You know what I mean? And um, um, like they said, you guys are not just fans. You guys are friends, family. You know what I mean? Um, it's great. You know, it's great to support these guys. So Thank you, man. And it's an honor it's to have awesome. you at, at oh, our show. I feel yeah. honored. Thank it you. It really is, man. Thank, Thank you, you for coming. So we're, uh, before we get into the news, so where can we find you, Elvis? Uh, where can we follow you? Where, where can we, uh, you know, get your information? <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to be uh, Elvis's friend, maybe on playstation or you talk know, about metal gear or any anything. of you any of you guys play 2k15 as well i don't but you know he does obviously i don't you don't play 2k15 do you? no i don't okay well uh where can we find you bro um you guys can add my psn my playstation network it's um x blackman 91 i repeat x blackman 91 awesome we will definitely have that in the show notes yep elvis Thank you so much for joining us on the show in this portion. And um, let's just go into the news. The CB News. All right. So this part is brought to you by Metal Gear Informer. Uh, This is where we get all our news from. Uh, This past week, the Dice Summit uh, happened. It was, uh, I think, Wednesday through Friday. 
Uh, and Guillermo del Toro and Hideo Kojima made an appearance there. They had a panel with Jeff Keighley uh, this past uh, week. If you could tell us a little bit about what happened there uh, with the first news. Well, it is my honor. It is our privilege to announce that Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain wins Adventure Game of the Year. Nice. The Dice Award. Let's get it. Uh, if, you, if you saw the acceptance, uh, it, was, it, was a little, it was a little funny, uh, but they did throw a little shade at Konami. <laughs> what did they say? <laughs> well, when they, when they announced the award... Uh, I, was I don't, this during, during the awards or...? Yes. Yes, yeah, during okay, the award. Right. Um, when, they, when they announced who won, uh, when they announced Metal Gear 1, the, I don't know who the woman's name is or the guy's name is. Okay. It didn't pay that much attention, but she, uh, the woman said, we're sorry to announce that Konami could not be here to accept the reward. <laughs> oh my goodness. And we know this was shade thrown from when, um, at the video game awards. Yeah. When Keith or Sullivan, uh, accepted the award in place right. of, of Hideo Kojima. Uh, and he says, uh, I'm sorry, Hideo Kojima could not be here, but we know that Konami had forbidden him by, um, it was a, a consequence class of law. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, we don't know what kind of consequence it would have been or whatever the case may or what was holding him back from it. Yeah, we still don't know. But uh, we know that during this Dice Award, and you're going to talk about it, he, he did um, receive recognition for his work. Uh, so we are proud to say whatever you may feel for Metal Gear Solid 5, some of you might not like it. Some of you um, think that it was kind of wish-wash or that it was lacking it won but yeah this even even it's like it's like you're in a race like you're in a dash race and Mm -hmm. you got a broken leg and you still win that's right that's right so um and my thing is that in such a honor like like this where hidoko jima's this is his first time that he gets to accept this award uh for the game that he just made it's a beautiful thing when you know you see something created and you work hard on it uh, and as a creator, you're just like, wow, this is it right here. And uh, we win. Um, so it was it was good to see him on stage. He was smiling a lot. You know, he was uh, like, I saw he a was bit very happy to he be very, there. Very happy. You know, he was very happy to be especially there. amongst friends and, and, and like people that have been close to him. Uh, it's good to see that. Uh, so no matter like, let's say, you know, no matter what that um, if um, they, they could say whatever they want about Metal Gear Solid 5 or whatever, but let's go a little deeper than that. Let's go into Hiroko Jima's life. Uh, his life that, you know, he's lived, he's, he's been making games for over 20, 30 years. 30 years, 30 you know? years yeah. So, like, this is an honor for him. Um, and let's go beyond just, like, the game. Like, this is something he, where he has uh, the right to be up there, you know? He and, finally gets, he's finally reaping what he sowed. Right, exactly. He finally, you yeah. know, it's like he's, he worked hard. To make these games, yeah, absolutely. Um, he's been through his trials. He's been, you know, like he. Uh, I won't. I won't get into that now since we're talking about this specifically about you know his acceptance speech. Um, but we we know from his acceptance speech and what people have said from him, he has made such an impact. They call him genius. A genius when it yeah. comes to gaming and yeah. it comes to uh, storytelling. Um, as if you've played uh, Metal Gear, you would know that he has made other games like Police Knots. Mm-hmm. Uh, et cetera, et cetera, uh, Zone of the Enders. Um, but Metal Gear is what he is known for, for yeah. and it's complex stories. So they finally recognized him um, and his product, um, 
maybe it wasn't the game itself, but just the legacy behind it. Absolutely. Yeah. You and hit it right on the head. It. Yeah. We're glad we're glad that Metal Gear One, not only as fans of Metal Gear, but as supporters of Kojima and what he wants to do. Right. Absolutely. Uh in other news, we go to now Kojima news. Yeah, so like I said, they just hosted the uh the summit and in that came him uh collaborating and talking about uh VR and Guillermo del Toro and all that. So um it's pretty cool, you know, seeing them together because as you don't if you didn't know, Guillermo del Toro and Kojima they were going to make uh the next iteration for Silent Hills uh yeah. which was PT. They let out a playable teaser uh last um last year uh where people got to play it. It was extremely cool. Um anyway, it got a huge reception, right? And uh people were just like fascinated by it. There's been a lot of games like Allison Road, who is inspired by PT that just came out on, on Kickstarter. Um, uh, games like that, uh, that has been inspired by them, by, by this. So seeing them together was really cool. So on February 18th, Hideo Kojima attended the Dice Summit in Las Vegas to have a public conversation with filmmaker Yujima Del Toro. And Jeff Keighley talked about his inspiration and future ambitions on this occasion. Several outlets conducted interviews with Kojima as well. Uh, so here he talks about on the new studio. So his new studio, which is Kojima Productions. <laughs> <laughs> Very um, subtle. Yes. Uh, currently Kojima is building his new independent studio, Kojima Productions. Quote, in theory, I ideally, ideally you put together some staff, you look for facilities, and then you start working on a project. Planning and testing, but I'm on, I'm doing all of this in parallel, uh, in, in parallel to his old studio. Right. So for this new studio, I definitely want to keep the size of the team somewhat limited. Um, he also says, quote, there was a time where I had a team that was growing over 200 people. And that at that point, this mythology uh, proved to be difficult. It was impossible for to be together and polish everything for this new studio. I definitely want to keep the size of the team somewhat limited. When I first entered this industry, the teams were pretty much like five people. I felt like an indie game. Everybody had to do a little bit of everything. And nowadays where anyone has their defined role, it's not like that. It feels like a factory. End quote. So then he goes on to say on his next project, right? He says, uh, quote, I feel extremely free right now. I'm trying to make a very, very edgy game with an extremely small team. For my first project, I'm working with Sony. So I have to do something for them. But I'm doing exactly what I want to do. End quote. Uh, this is astonishing to me in a way where it's like, I think he feels fine, like he finally feels free. <laughs> yeah. You know, like if it was like uh, something where he didn't feel as free, I guess, with Konami and to do what he wanted to do, which I'm going to get to then, um, you know, because there's rumors about him talking about like um, that he over budgets and whatever. Uh, so this you got, is you got you had to pay all those people. Well, of course, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. They 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 put in countless hours. Yep, yeah. Uh, and I guess that's what he was getting at. It was just like it was crazy. Yeah. So he also goes into saying, uh, like I did in the past, quote, like I did in the past. I want to make something that has a very strong dramatic story. End quote. Um, he goes on a little bit more, saying uh, his partnership with Sony. He goes, quote, 
Sony is supporting us to make a big game that's edgy with a strong story and gives us a player gives the player a lot of freedom with new elements. End quote. So that could mean another open world game. You know, is a lot of freedom. That's pretty cool. Uh, he also says, if the first project fails, we won't have any future to speak of. So we are very focused on that. It's a big scale game. So we're ready. So we're being very careful. Uh, so I guess he's very meticulous in what he's going to do uh, with his next project. Um, I think he wants it to be over the budget, um, big, huge game, uh, open world. Uh, I think that's that's where he's definitely going to go. What do you think? Um, I just I'm confident that whatever he decides to do, that it will be good. Uh, only because Kojima has. He's he's very unorthodox. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of his gaming, and I mean, we've seen great games. Mm-hmm. We've seen great games. Um, I personally like personally like Uncharted. I've uh, you know I like games of adventure and first person shooting. Um, I've even enjoyed certain Call of Duties. Yeah, yeah. Um, epic storylines, especially the Modern Warfare arc with with Soap and and um, uh, Captain Cap, uh, uh, Captain Price. Um, mm-hmm. I've enjoyed those games, but when it comes to Metal Gear, it's just, there's a certain type of lore. There's, it's crazy and it's, and it's just amazing and it just keeps you addicted. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and so if, if Kojima's work looks anything like that, I think whatever he pulls out is going to be great Yeah, because I know he's going to work on it like he did Metal Gear. Uh, by that, I mean the effort and, and, and the strength. And now that he has a uh, Sony to back them up. Uh, back him up and his team. I think he has a, a a larger scale where he can reach. Uh, I'm obviously just a PlayStation fans and stuff, but I think this was set up for new encounters with you know. I'm hoping Microsoft and other ventures. You know, uh, he did say he's gonna come out on PC as well. So uh, definitely working with that partnership is important to him. Obviously, so here he says on uh, on Sony. Um, Sony was very respectful towards me and what I do. So. It seems like he was very clear from the start with uh, with Sony, like, hey, this is what I want to do. Uh, and, you know, I respect if you actually, uh, you know, you do that and stuff. So uh, obviously they're letting him do whatever he wants. Sorry about that. Our battery died for the camera. It happens. It so happens. like I was saying before, uh, his partnership with Sony has to be very important uh, for them to actually uh, go ahead and go forth with this with Kojima. Um, so in collaborations with like future, uh, collaborators or obviously with Guillermo del Toro, um, he speaks a little bit about it. So, um, here he says, quote, both of them are great people. Uh, they're interesting people. I'm good friends with both of them. He's talking about Norman Reedus and Guillermo del Toro. Um, I'd love to work with them in the future, but I have no idea what that will be. Hmm. Uh, however, speaking to GameSpot, Kojima said his first project will probably not be a collaboration, but something that really carries his identity. So obviously something in, along the lines of maybe stealth action or, uh, or I mean, we don't know yet. But. I, really, I really think that Sony sees this as a great investment. Absolutely. I they're, think that they're, that they're, they're just, going in all, they're, all yeah, hands they're on giving, deck. They're saying, whatever you do yeah. is going to be great. We have faith in you. Do it. Do yeah. it, and 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 we we're we're backing you. And I think I think that's what Hideo wanted. Um, maybe everyone at Konami didn't do that. Who knows? I'm only speculating at this point in time. For sure. 
But but yeah, I I think now that Kojima is able to work with who he wants, able to budget what he wants, able yeah. to say what he wants in his game, it's his game now. Um, I think True. it'll just be great. So he goes on a little bit about uh, VR. So he goes, quote, shooters are always fun, but I'm more interested, for example, in bringing out feelings in people that are unique to VR. Uh, Kojima told IGN, quote, some feelings are maybe displeasure, maybe horror, but not the kind of horror you get from grotesque or gory things, but a kind of, uh, but a kind of different horror. Um, so, end quote. So that's something pretty cool. He's interested in VR. You know, maybe something uh, obviously along the lines of PT. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. You know? He's, he's been doing VR missions. Right, yeah, and yeah. And that'll get solid, true. but now he's actually able to do VR. Yeah, um, for exactly. Real. Man, what... I really hope Konami does something like that with the Metal Gear franchise. Yeah. Like, can you imagine a VR VR training missions like that'll a, be amazing. a legit one? Yeah, that'd be great. That would be so awesome. You're just like running around doing the choking and yeah, yeah, yeah. shooting first person view or something that'd like that. That'd be cool. It'll, it'll, be it'll be a fun uh a fun way to kind of get a VR like on the platform, you know. I I don't think it has any like good IP like a strong uh, intellectual property that can just be like, man, I'm getting VR for that. That could be one, you know, like Metal Gear VR. You know, like how how else can you put it? I you know, I mean, yeah, that's pretty straightforward to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he goes yeah. on and uh, talking about Metal Gear. So they ask him about Metal Gear. Uh, Got to ask the hard questions, of course. In an interview with GameSpot, Kojima was asked that the biggest misconception about him said. Quote, a lot of people say that I spend too much money or take too much time, but that's a misconception. He said, my last project was late about five or six months, but I've always kept my word on timelines and budget. For example, I do take three to four years to make games, but that's the plan from the start. Uh, now I'm making something new. I'm making a new game. So, end quote. Um, hey, so maybe people were, were wrong about you know, because I, I, I was uh, definitely a believer of like he just over budgeted and all that. So he said that that's not true. It's a misconception. Hmm. I mean. There's going to be a lot of stories in the air. Yeah. <laughs> we want the truth. Yeah. So, I mean. Do you think we'll ever get the truth? I believe everything comes to light. Yeah. I think if someone looks for it, they'll find it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we can find it. Yeah. Um. But what I think will happen is that this will eventually die down. Yeah. Especially when Kojima comes out with his new game in like 2032 or something like that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> they're just going to see. Well, hey, maybe we could get this timeline. Gonna, he said, <laughs> he said uh, All right. three to four years. Maybe in three to four years we'll get this game. Yeah. Okay. And how many times did we see Metal Gear was coming out this year and, it and then it pushed back? <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, two, three to four years for Kojima is like eight. I'm yeah. telling, I think Kojima is like. He's like, we can say this because we're Hispanic. This isn't racist. <laughs> but Hispanics are usually late. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm say guilty 12, of that. You, <laughs> oh, you're very, you're very guilty of that. <laughs> yeah, Am I I'm right, ju- Elvis? I just wanted to... Elvis, <laughs> stop <laughs> it. <laughs> we'll put you back on the show. The only reason I said it was because I knew you... I knew one of you would do it. Of course. And I just you wanted to, to do so it you want to say it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did it. I said it about myself. <laughs> but no one's going to say, stop being so mean about yourself. Right, exactly. No one's, no one's going <laughs> to say to, that. Only to you. Only, only to me. Um, um, but yeah. going on, they asked him about his beard. So His beard. His beard, his, yeah. His, so I, I heard beer. That's why I was like, what? No, nope, his beard. His beard. No, oh, no so alcohol. So he said, quote, I'm not used to it. So I think, I'm sha- um, I think about shaving it every day. 
I'm becoming an independent and creating my own studio. I wanted to change something about my look. I've received a lot of positive comments from people outside Japan about my beard. But inside Japan, beards have a bad image. People don't think, you look old, you look tired. My kids definitely don't like it. Let's hope Kojima uh, won't succumb to the pressure and keep his defined new look. So I actually like it. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, uh, I think it's pretty cool. I think he looks like a rebel. Yeah, you know, it's I mean, funny. we have beards, so it's cool. <laughs> um, what do you, I remember you asked me something, and I wasn't even too sure. You asked if Kojima was married. Yeah, I did, yeah. yeah. And now we find out he has, he he has, has kids. kids. His personal life is like... <laughs> it's, it's under a cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Steven. <laughs> uh, but, sorry, terrible pun. But yeah, I guess he's married. Yeah, married with kids. Is we, he? Is he married? I know we we know yeah, he has he's kids. Married. But is he, he's, married. he's married. He's married. He's married. Married. Okay. Married man. So Kojima is 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 a taken man with with a cause and a rebel. Yeah. So, uh, something exciting that came out of this after the panel, Hideo Kojima receives Hall of Fame award at the 19th annual Dice Awards. Congratulations, so, Kojima. During the DICE 19th Annual Awards in Las Vegas, Kojima has received a Hall of Fame award for his work in the industry. Guillermo del Toro took the stage to present the award. Quote, the most salient aspects of Kojima-san are his absolute passion per- for perfection and his narrative ambition and scope. Del Toro said in a speech in a pre-recorded video, Kojima's impressive career has summarized and commented by Mark Cerny and J.J. Abrams. After the video, Del Toro invited Kojima himself to the stage to accept the award. Um, afterwards, Kojima held a short speech while receiving a standing ovation. He said, quote, When I was a kid, there was no such profession as game designer. As a kid, my dreams were becoming an astronaut, becoming a safari ranger, becoming an inspector of the LAPD, or becoming a movie director. At some point, I had to give up on all of those dreams. But then, 30 years ago, I met video games. Ever since I've been making video games and since I, then, I believe this is my true calling. There's no, such thing to, uh, there's no such thing so fun as making video games. Thanks to games, I've been able to meet all of you and also been able to receive this award. And also, games make true your travel dreams. Uh, whenever you turn on a game, you can go to space. You can go protect wildlife. You can go investigate, investigate cases. And today, I was able to receive an award from a movie director that I love and respect. Thank you so much. From now on, I hope to keep up to, I hope I can keep making games and dreaming of new dreams while making games. Thank you so much, end quote. Um, here you see the trophy. It looks pretty, pretty awesome. It's like a sphere triangle looking thing. Yeah, I, it is pretty awesome looking. Um, yeah, what do, you, what do you think about that, man? I think he received it very humbly. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. He did, he did. Uh, you know, when I saw Hideo, to, I, you know, I've never seen, like, Hideo Kojima outside of a, like, an interview, 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 kind of, like a formal right, right, interview. Right, right, um, I think this is the first time I've seen him accept an award. I, I'm sure he's accepted before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was never really into the media and, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, I thought he accepted it gracefully. Yeah, he did. I it was very cool. Yeah. I, it's very humbling. Yeah, very, um, very calm, very cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, I've always dreamed of doing i've never this is was this was not what i saw myself doing yeah yeah in the in the the special edition of metagross solid 4 he does speak about uh you know becoming a cop and all of that and stuff 
he has spoken about that before. And, an inspector, yeah, an inspector, yeah. and 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 you know, and and that, exactly what he just said. Through games, mm-hmm. you can do those. You things. Can do that. <laughs> and so I, I guess I see that he's like, he's painting what what he would have wanted to do. Yeah. In his game, so maybe maybe he 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 views himself. He wanted to view himself as as big boss, mm-hmm. or view himself as snake, as a hero, as as someone who who was a legend who didn't want to take credit. Yeah. You know, because if if you look at Solid Snake or or Big Boss, they never really take credit for what they do. No. Big Boss didn't accept the name until he finally was able to come to terms with the boss dying and um her giving up and stuff like that. He he took the mantle, but before that he was just like call me Snake because he didn't deserve it. And so sure. I, I I feel like when he accepted the reward, it was kind of like, man, um thank you so much. This was great. I I didn't I don't think I ever saw myself coming here. Yeah. So it was great. That's good, awesome, man. Good stuff, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's it's humbling to me to see that, uh, just because I'm a creative as well, you know, um, and to see him striving like that uh, for 30 years making this game. He was just a kid, uh, and you know, now in his 50s, make, still making video games and and still reaching for that top. Like he's still saying, "I want to go in and I want to make the best game that I can." You know, no limits. Just here you go. And he's still striving to do that. That's astonishing to me. Um, I hope to see. I'm extremely excited for his new game. I like that is beyond belief. But um, I'm also excited with the things that are happening with Metal Gear uh, outside of the world. Like, what is it going to look like outside of Kojima? Um, I know a lot of people have said it. It's probably going to fail everything. But I'm curious as to how is it going to look? Because remember, Metal Gear wasn't just made uh, with Mr. Kojima. It was made by a lot of other people that helped him make it. He, of course, he had the vision and he and he pushed it. But uh, but it's good to see him uh talk about this and and really blatantly say like, hey, these misconceptions, everything, this is what's going on. Um, it gives us a little hint of what's been going on between Konami versus Kojima. Um, I'm definitely excited. So what else are we looking at here? Well, uh, I think you guys will be excited to know that we've got some information on Quiet as Finally. a playable character on MGL. Do you remember how we speculated? Yeah, yeah. That we said that we... Last we, week. Yeah, we, we said what type of moves she might have, um, the slowing down in first-person view, things like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. So we actually have the list, as I had mentioned. Nice. So this comes from their uh, developer notes, right? Their new designer developer notes. Yes, yes. Uh, courtesy of Metal Gear Informer. Um, so, so quiet. Uh, first off, we were right on a lot of things. Okay, that we speculated. Um, quiet when she when she's sprinting, she will be invisible, and then she'll be able to sprint very quickly, kind of like in the game. Right. Yeah. Um, she has amazing, uh, according to the, the you know when I read the developer notes, she has amazing aim. Like. Mm-hmm. Very, so it's not like swaying circle. They say very to none. Wow. Very little to no sway at all. Wow. Okay. And the best news is she's able to climb like any surface without a ladder. Mm. So she'll just like go up, transport up there. Wow. So she's so she is pretty much she's obese. Yeah. That's like you can can you imagine, especially with the laser. Like you know how you see the laser. Yeah. 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 Like, can you imagine you hear, like she's aiming at like, you know, um, so she's, she's going to be 
literally destructive a, force, a dead shot. Like, yeah, you know. So we're gonna we're gonna put a poll up at, uh, this week, and we're gonna ask you guys: um, Are you a scout? Um, and if you are, are you that excited that quiet? Right, is going to be part of it. So please um, give us your vote. We've been putting up polls, uh, and we just we want to hear from you, uh, and then we'll we'll say it on the show what we're thinking, or, yeah, yeah, or rather what you're thinking. And then another news: Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain is the best-selling PS4 game in Japan, over four uh, four uh, forty-two thousand five hundred copies, or is that? No, forty-two That's million. Twenty-five thousand copies. Yes, yes. That's a lot of copies. That is still a lot of copies. So much that I couldn't say the number. <laughs> so much. <laughs> I'm making. I'm just doing. Before anyone gets on me. Oh, of course you. I'm have just to. going to make fun of myself. You have to do that because if I don't do it, then the comment section is the just comment be section is just gonna be like, but go back to elementary school and this stupid. or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I make mistakes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it sold that many copies. Yeah, man, that's, that's awesome, especially when, I mean, half of those are probably uh, Metal Gear fans, of course, because they, they live over there. But I think most of the fans are in the United States, um, in my opinion. But, man, that's so good. I know Kojima sees that, and he's just like, I'm making none of that. <laughs> <laughs> I am getting none of that. None of that. 425,000. That's a lot. That's a lot. For, and that's just Japan, though. Yeah, that's just Japan. Exactly. That is yeah. just Japan. Just Japan, yeah. Yep. But it is, it's saying it's the best-selling PS4 game. Yeah. And look, it's for PlayStation. PlayStation is, is big Japan. Yeah, I want to see if Uncharted can top that, you know, or well, like certain exclusives. It's still not out, but yeah. I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, when imagine, it does, let's, yeah. let's match it up. Right. Um, you know, we do like Uncharted, but 425,000. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. Um, but... I digress. We are so glad to hear that. Um, and that is all the news we have for, right. this, for today. Um, it might not seem like a lot, but it was big news. Yeah, for sure. We got to hear a little bit about what Kojima has said, a few things that, like the misconceptions part and stuff. Um, but I'm glad to hear that he's, he's excited to uh, continue on this venture. Um, yeah, with that being said, tips with Arnaldo. Okay, so if you have a grenade and you chuck it at someone's head, it'll automatically knock them out. And since it'll explode, if it's a lethal grenade, it'll kill them, effectively giving you a kill point and a knockout point. But good luck trying to get that kind of hit. If you're going up against a walker gear, use your cardboard box. Slide. You're going to be able to, if you can slide past him, uh, you can quickly get out of the cardboard box and see, you see him. The walker gear can't turn that quickly. And third, if you're going up against an enforcer with a shield and you don't have a shotgun but you've got a cardboard box, um, use the cardboard box slide to hit him. It'll knock him down. That should work. The Codec Conversation. So, you can write it to under the cardboard box at gmail.com to submit your question for the week. We've been giving away Metagear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, for PC, courtesy of Konami. And 
we have a new winner. So he followed us on Facebook. I'm, I'm sorry, on Twitter. And he sent us an email. His name is Carlos Elias. Congratulations, Carlos. Congratulations. You sent in your email for discussion at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. And you were selected to win. Um, so we will give you your um, copy of Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain for Steam PC. That's right. Just email us back so we know that you're alive. <laughs> yes, And please. we will uh, more than gladly send you your code. And you guys can also win yeah. by, by doing exactly what he did. If your discussion is chosen, then we'll say it on the show and you will win a copy. We just asked for two things. Follow us on uh, Twitter. That's at UCB Podcast. And send us an email at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. So you can win just like Carlos did. He said, hey, guys, I want to participate. How about you guys discuss a possible MGS using VR? That would be really cool. Thank you for the chance, UCBP. You know, it's funny. When we selected it and then we also had news about it. Yep. Yeah. So it was kind of like we already kind of talked about this. A little bit, yeah. Um, um, and But then, then I was just like, Let's elaborate. Uh, well, right. And then Heidel was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. So go, go on. Man. So uh, in the sense of uh, Konami, you know, obviously they own the IP, uh, making a Metal Gear VR game. I see it in a way where let's start with original. Metal Gear Solid VR missions, right? Uh-huh. Uh, um, there's obviously certain of them that are in first person view. That's how I could imagine VR. From substance, yes. Right? But I see it as a just a one-game Metal Gear VR missions remastered for the PlayStation VR or the Oculus Rift or something. Imagine you walking through the corridor, starting out, you know, you're picking whatever you want, and then you're just going ahead and just first-person view or even third-person um going in and just experiencing it for the first time in virtual reality. What do you feel? Uh, I think I was going to say, I, I think it'll be a dream, but I know what would come after that. <laughs> <laughs> we always say snake eater or something like that. But honestly, I, I that would be awesome. Yeah. It, it would definitely be something I would get. Oh yeah, um, Absolutely. I mean, I think this will this will thrive like we were saying before. Yeah, this will thrive in getting that IP for the PlayStation VR. Yeah, I, I mean, they kind of tried to do something immersive like that for Metal Gear Acid right. Two, mm-hmm. where they tried to immerse the player um, with the solid eye or what you know. Yeah, yeah, with the PlayStation Portable. And so, you know, doing that for other, it was a third person perspective. Yeah. But doing it for other games, kind of revamping them, kind of like remastering them um, so that we see a 3D perspective yeah, um, would be great. I just thought of MGS, like when you're crawling through the duck. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. And you kind of like, you kind of see these things going on. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it would be great. Yeah, it's a great iteration to maybe adding on to something. Uh, certain parts can be, you know, VR. Uh so I was thinking of going through the timeline of games. Um, you know, Metal Gear Solid uh, 1. Uh, you know, like you were saying, 
going through the ducks, Shadow Moses, uh, how awesome would it be in um, like you're the you're the camera there, you know, and you're experiencing this. Uh, imagine what kind of tricks would you would do with Psycho Mantis, you know, like uh, as a, <laughs> as a for, breaking the fourth wall kind of uh, which he um, did, yeah, yeah, kind of thing. You Can know, you like, imagine him responding to you as like, I see you, you right? Know, like, <laughs> That's like, creepy, yeah. Like you know, instead of reading your memory card, it's just like. It's yeah. like you're not part of this world or something right, right, like right. that. It, it would be pretty cool. Um, How so? You know, Metal Gear has always been a third-person view game. You know, like when I think of immersion in games, I think of uh, uh, first-person view games, and you know, you're in it. So, how can this possibly work with a third-person view game? Third-person view? Uh, I don't think it would. I think it would work just like the Solid Eye. It's just immersing you in the environment. Yeah. Uh, you know, the sounds, right? you know right. what I mean? You hear distinct sounds, you mm-hmm. hear footprints, you hear, like, you're just deeply immersed in it, yeah. um, but you're seeing yourself from a, like, a out-of-body experience kind of a thing. Right. Uh, can it work? Uh, possibly. Is it the best route? Not, not that I would, I wouldn't recommend a third-person VR kind of a thing, because then it's just like, what's the point of VR? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can look good. Right. It can look good, but it's just like... Just imagine, you know, it's still third person, but the point of VR is just like you can't turn the camera around you, kind of right, a thing. Yeah, you gotta yeah. look. You gotta look. Yeah. Um, yeah. And especially so, for the for the old games, it old, would definitely uh, like yeah. Metal Gear Solid One and Metal Gear Solid Two. It'll Metal immerse. Solid 3. It'll immerse the game much more. And and that's funny that you mentioned that because you can't adjust the camera right. in Metal Gear Solid One. Exactly, but you um, could only do the whole or part you know, two, like like just shif- shifting the camera. In part two, they introduced yeah, that. They introduced in part that, three, so. Uh, in substance, uh, substance, they changed that where you can kind of like it's finally move over the, the shoulder, move the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, that's uh, 3D. They put over the shoulder aiming. Uh, but what I mean is, uh, in substance, they allow you to freely move the camera yeah, instead yeah, of just yeah. tilting it to like a corner. Right, or, right, right. Uh, so, I, so it could be something like that where you're kind of playing bird's eye view, you know, and. You look up, you look left, you look to right, and you could do the shift of camera. Uh, you know, your head and your eyes would work as the, uh, the right analog stick. Hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess, what, I guess would you put a, a designated button for first-person view then? Kind of like the game does, and then you're able to freely look? Yeah, I think, I think so. Like, you'll have to hold, uh, like, a button. Like, let's say if you hold... Um, you know, R1 or something, mm. and you're like just kind of like looking left and right. Uh, so what what you do with uh, with that time is something that can work together with the camera angles. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say if you're uh, you're crawling through the ground, for example, right? Yeah. You know how sometimes when you go through the grass, it goes into first person view. Like, let's say if you could choose the option to go into VR and into um, uh, going into, let's say, I don't know. You go into first-person view, and you have something. You're crawling through the ground, um, and you can choose which one you want. What is going on here? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm trying to like. Are you sig- doing like hand signals? I'm here? trying to. I'm trying to remain professional in front of the camera. I'm trying to tell Elvis my charge is in my coat. <laughs> my, How my, are you going to possibly tell him that? <laughs> he's like, oh, can you please go into my coat pocket, pull out my adapter, and connect my phone to the because we were live streaming. Yeah, and it died. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, so that's what died. I was trying to tell him. I'm sorry, guys. I was trying to be as subtle as possible, did, but then I don't did like doing. <laughs> I wasn't doing that. <laughs> this though. is what it feels like. No, no, I was doing it with one hand. I was just like, oh yeah, sure. You know, and I was like, yes, that 
It's not. It's not in there. Okay, it's in my pocket actually. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah, in your Elvis, pocket. <laughs> Elvis is losing it. Come here, man. Oh, here, here. Take, take, take it. Take it. Please. It's been in your pocket the whole time. No, no. It was in. I took it out uh-huh. to connect it before, and Elvis was just like, "Oh no, put it." But here. wasn't it charging on your computer? I guess it. It didn't. Since it was live streaming, it was like draining faster than ah, I could gotcha, get. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, there's there's one right over there. Just just connect it there. Right. All right. Back to the show. Back to the show. <laughs> All right. So, like I was saying, um, <laughs> crawling through the ground in VR. Um, I think it could, it would be cool to give you an option whether you want to see it in third person, like snake slithering, or first person. Uh, I just I want to know how to work in immersion wise. You know, like maybe sounds and like the at, the atmosphere and environments would be cool. Um, I see certain cool boss battles that can come out of it, like uh, the sorrow. You know, imagine going through that in first person view and seeing all the like uh, like the trails and stuff of people uh-huh. on you, the animals and stuff. You know, and then you see sorrow all the way in the back kind of thing that would be kind of cool yeah they try to introduce kind of a first person experience um not just in the vr training missions uh Mm -hmm. but in metal gear solid 4 it was the first time that you can kind of like see in first person view also and move it wasn't that it wasn't meant to be that way no so you were very limited in your movements Mm -hmm. and you would mainly walk yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You wouldn't really run like you how wouldn't you do run. It, uh, yeah, it wouldn't. Pain. Yeah, you wouldn't really. You know, you would move very slowly. Uh, yeah. But if they did a, a VR of those games, I could definitely like it. Would be like you said, it would be crazy if you were playing maybe even part four and you're crawling and stuff like that, and you see like your arms. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then you yeah. just like you doing the game, and then you see the camouflage just take on like whatever pattern you're on. That's really you know? cool. That's really cool. Yeah, you know things like that. Uh, of course, they would have to work some mechanics because, you know, you could be able to use the blade any way you want. Right. Um, be able to hit any way you want. It was it's kind of like it would be like the final project for from what the connect try to do, because the connect kind of like when you would like fight in front of the connect, yeah. it would or in the Wii with the, the right. nunchucks, it right. would read it in a certain way. So um, it man, just thinking about it, it would be it would be so cool to play part four like that mm-hmm. or. Or um, part three like that, where camouflage is uh, something. Yeah. That I. It's just funny. I just thought of something in VR. You remember the beginning part where you jump off the plane? Like, can you imagine that? Yeah, that'd be cool. Like in VR, that'd you just really like cool. yeah. You know, yeah. you're jumping and you're falling down. Um. Feel the, you hear the wind go past you and you're just. It's the first Halo jump according to Metal Gear history. Yeah, I I believe that maybe if just you just remake the game into a first person view <laughs> you know like just the whole thing you know you change it into certain aspects where you have to cover or like uh just I, I believe that game could be first person view you know it could be played first person view the whole the whole games like any of the games do you think if it was just first person view that it would be as entertaining though oh uh, no of course not because snake is such a iconic character you need to see him you know but i think for the purpose of vr um You'd have to change it. Well, you know? yeah, the difference. Yeah, there's there is a difference there. I, in my opinion, yeah. uh, first person and VR, two different things. Because yeah, yeah. first person, you get a perspective, right? But VR is you are given an experience, mm-hmm. and so to experience MGS in that kind of environment, it would be different for them to kind of like because you can have the biggest screen in the world. Yeah. And first-person view will always still be first-person view. Absolutely. Um, so I think I think it would make make the great difference. 
but if, if, if Metal Gear came out with a VR, I can only say that I would love it to be like Metal Gear Solid 5, though. Yeah. yeah. Where it was just you're, you're free roaming, you're, you're good to go. You can go in vehicles. You can, you know, call in D-Horse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're talking about a lot of things, and yeah. it's a huge area to look around and kind of like... You don't know where anyone is coming from any time. And then just imagine reflex mode in VR. Yeah. That like, that would be like, thing. like, good. they're in this, you look, yeah, yeah. and you're trying, you aim the gun, because, of course, you mm-hmm, can do it mm-hmm. yourself, and just pulling the trigger, because time is slow. Yeah. Can you imagine that? That would be so cool. Very, very cool. Um, yeah, how I see it is just making the whole thing, just first-person view, trying to make it into that experience, um, into that immersion of Metal Gear. Uh facilitating it in a way where you could still get the Metal Gear feel to it. Um, but also, like, <laughs> I'm thinking of scenarios like being under a cardboard box <laughs> and, like, you're peeping through the hole and stuff. Like, you'll have to tilt your head up and stuff and, like, move. Yeah, you just won't be to able see, to like, see the third yeah, person yeah. anymore. Right. Like, like, just imagine you being in a locker or something. and you're like tilting your face. You're like, tilting your face just to see, or like, you get, around. You, and you have to get close to the, to the, to the grail of it. Right, like, to right, see. to see. But, you know, yeah. you have to do it slowly because if you do it too fast, you'll hear, tang, tang. Like, you'll yeah, hear, that'll be, see, that'll be cool. Like, you just do it cool. slowly to peek and Very you peek slow, to the yeah. side. Right, right. Um, Driving vehicles will be cool, you know, like um, in Metal Gear Solid 5, uh, you get to drive now. So <laughs> Snake finally gets his license. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and he, uh, you know, just imagine him driving and you're looking, you look to your right and stuff. I'm thinking of certain scenarios like uh, um, Metal Gear Solid 3, where you're in uh, the side, the passenger seat of that motorcycle uh, with Eva in the end and you're like looking and stuff you look you know? right at her right so look at i don't know if you ever you i'm pretty sure you've done it but there's a cinematic mode um in in metal gear solid 3 yes, yes of course so in that part where it's like if you leave it alone it's like a you like get a scenario, different angles and some different so cool yeah you know, yeah you course. see like certain parts where uh you know you almost die you're about to die and like it's like the all the um cars and stuff is about to hit you and you just get out imagine that in like a vr setting where you know you're seeing yeah. that actually happen, like whoa, whoa this car's about to hit me. I'm just really interested you know? in the, how how immersed it would be, like the sound, yeah, yeah, from everything. Yeah. Like you're hearing the mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the hod like behind you, and like the, right. the gears the turning, gears turning. And, yeah, yeah, you know, and and when mm-hmm. you plant the C4s to try to destroy it before yeah, yeah. before any of that happens, like just hearing the ticker, right, like that's that's all things that I want to like like hear and see. And now also imagine Metagross Solid Four when you're uh playing as uh rex you know you're inside of rex and you're yeah fighting. you see so the control imagine con- the control console, console right how about yeah. in the microwave forget that right the microwave man that the would be microwave great too. and that'd be good you see snakes uh um octo camel just ripping off yeah of you, and see, you see um the 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 mark ii right in front of you right, right he's right trying in, to yeah, tell yeah, you like come, yeah, on, yeah, come, yeah, on, come on come on you know on. like you That's can do good. it although i don't can know you can you press first person view in that in that part i've never done it Hmm. I don't think you can. Let us know at under the cardboard box. <laughs> no, please. Uh, let us know, know if you let can. Let us know. Let us know if you can. I want to see if you can because that would be pretty cool, you know? Because I know it's like a double screen and then like the comic yeah. kind of I mean, uh, I don't thing. know how hitting first person. I don't think you can only because hitting first person view and then t- tapping triangle. Tapping triangle. Uh, or X, uh, whatever. No, it was, uh, it's triangle. It is triangle. Is it? I thought it was box. Or is it? it? Was. No, it, they never do box. It's either. It's either. No, it's, it has to be X. It's X. It's X. It's X. It's X. It's X. It has to be. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the, it was just those. And then the, the ending scene of Metal Gear Solid 4. 
Oh yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. You yeah. Know, seeing seeing yeah. Big Boss again. Spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's uh. It's yeah, yeah. that would be cool too. That'd be very cool. Um, I think that having VR, you know, just in in a Metal Gear setting would be cool. Um, but I think it would serve its purpose of having that IP, like like selling the VR. Like, hey, look, we have Metal Gear on VR now. You know, I definitely think it would help sell. Especially, I just thought of another scene while we were just talking about mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. The first scene in, in the Phantom Pain when you're in the hospital. Oh, yeah. And you're for just sure, like, you're, you're sure. breaking out of the coma. Yeah, but most of that scene is like in first person anyway, you know? Yeah. So imagine immersed right. with every detail. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. in your face. Like you feel like you mm-hmm. are waking up from the man on fire. Which like is like, it's, it's how I wake up every time in the morning, you know? I <laughs> You're just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, start, I started, uh,. <laughs> I think I'm going to start playing the man who sold the world as my alarm so that I can wake <laughs> so up can that wake way. Up. <laughs> it's just like, uh, you know. Um, but yeah. I, That's I, good. I agree with you. I think the IP, I think it would definitely sell the IP a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because yeah. Metal Gear is such, it's such a story-driven mm-hmm. game. And it's, the thing is, is that it's possible. Yeah. You know, I think of other games such as Uncharted and it's like, could you really do it there? Right, uh, right. Only because of all the climbing you do. Um, could you, it's really action packed. It's really great, and I think it would be great on VR. But we're not here to talk about Uncharted. But <laughs> of course, I think yeah, it's, I, it, it. I mean, it will be a, a great. It would, yeah. It, I think it would be quite the challenge. Game. But mm-hmm. Metal Gear kind of sets the tone in terms of story and terms. Yeah. Of, and Hideo Kojima play, pays a lot of attention to certain details, certain sounds. Yeah. Um, I was really impressed, especially with the Fox engine, um, when you would shoot, you know, the guns, you hear the bullets hit the ground, like, you know, and, yep, and it's yep. client, it, the chilling, you hear it coming bling, back up. Yeah. 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 You hear, you it's know, good. it's good. So, um, it sounds like that. I, I would be interested in for hearing. sure. Thank you, Carlos, for writing into under the cardboard box at gmail.com. Just like you can. Uh, we are also on Twitter. So follow us on Twitter at UCB podcast to submit your question. We have. More codes left for our Metal Gear Solid 5 Phantom Pain uh, giveaway for PC. So just write into us with your topics, questions, or concerns, uh, and hopefully you could get a shot at uh, being a part of the show. Yes, absolutely. Also, we are still doing our intros entries. So if you're interested in giving an intro, uh, introducing us to the show, do so. Send it in to underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. Yeah, and you know we'll choose it. We'll pick it. Steven mm-hmm. did an amazing job. Yeah, he was great. He it was will great. not be the last time you guys hear it. Nope. Um, but send it in, guys. We want we want you to be part of the podcast. We really do. Absolutely. You we guys do. are the voices of Metal Gears. Yes. So we, you guys are the reason we still do this show. Yes. So absolutely. Well, thank let's you. go on to the next segment. It's time. Trivia time. Who's that? All right, all the right. moment you've all been waiting for. I'm That's sorry. right. <laughs> um, it is time for trivia. Trivia, trivia, trivia. And the reason I wanted to say this first is because Heidel will be testing me today. Yes. And so I will give him the floor. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a little bit about the rules just for our new listeners. Okay. okay. Uh, so each and every week we do some trivia. Uh, we say a line from Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear, any Metal Gear game, and we have to say the person who's guessing has to say who said it to who, uh, what game, and where. All right. Are you ready? No. No, no, I'm not, but uh, <laughs> here we go. 
Okay. I wish to remain a hero of the great motherland. I cannot bear the thought of being hounded into a corner and left to waste away. I'm trying to think of his name. It's Metal Gear Solid 3, I know. Okay. I'm trying to think of his name, though. His name! What is his name? Um, Christopher Gibson, you could be chiming in right now. I think... Shoot, I don't want to say it's... Um, I'm going to say Greznov. I think his name is Greznov. Um, speaking to Snake in Metal Gear Solid 3, um, when you are... You're infiltrating the base as a scientist, you, you know, even gives you a scientist uh, suit for this. And he was the one who sent Huey the um, information for Metal Gear. A walking tank. <laughs> and so that's, I might have the, the name wrong, but I definitely know who it is. It's Metal Gear Solid 3 in the base. The old guy, he's drunk. Um, you're cropped, aren't you? So <laughs> I think that's, that's, uh, that's it. All right. Well, you are correct, but his name okay. is Alexander Granin. Granin! Uh, I said Greznov. I'm, I'm thinking Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Greznov. 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 I, yeah. I mixed. They, they fused. Yeah, they fused together. You made Greznov now. <laughs> so, Konami, right in. <laughs> uh, you got that one correct, though. Okay, great, great. Yeah. Great, great. I was just like, when I heard it, he was like, I love this motherland. I remember it too. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I want, I want to thank you for complimenting my shoes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The shoes. The, the Tatiana gave it to him. Mm-hmm. He uh, says, he says the line I just said right after the shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, good job. Uh, you could write in to under the cardboard box at gmail.com if you want to give us some trivia. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll read it. Uh, but then I'll if let's say if I read it, then I'll test Arnaldo. If he reads it first, then he'll test me. Uh, so. With that being said, we have come to the conclusion of our episode 14. Um, guys, honestly, thank you so much. This past uh, week has been great for us. Uh, we launched our Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash UCB podcast. You can go in there and you can uh, pledge. We have two tiers. Uh, the first one is for our audio content so that you can get it earlier than anyone else. And the second tier is $5, which is our video content. You can get it before anyone else. Um, Those are our two tiers right now. Uh, We're looking to expand a lot more. But if you want more information, you can definitely go to patreon.com slash UCB podcast or go to youtube.com and write in under the cardboard box podcast and you could check us out there. Uh, We are also on Twitter at UCB podcast and our live streams every Thursday. Yeah, and guys, we want to say this. Even if you can't give to the Patreon, you're still part of UCBP. For sure. You are still a member. Um, you will always be VIP. We, uh, we, can't, we can't stress that enough. Um, so yes, guys, but on top of that, we want to encourage you guys to you know, please be generous and, and um, allow us to further uh build the mother base yeah um and if you want like i was saying before with the twitch streams if you want to see us uh more um 
we do it every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I was I was gonna yeah I was gonna touch upon that. We have a, a goal now. We want to bring you more Twitch streams. Absolutely, we do want to bring you more Twitch streams. So the faster we get to that goal, the more we can get more Twitch streams. Yeah, for sure. But I think that's all we have for tonight. Yeah. Elvis, thank you, Elvis. Thanks for, for joining in. us. Uh, remember, guys, you guys can get them at X Blackman X X Blackman X. That's his PlayStation Network game. Uh, what is it, Elvis? Tell us again. X Blackman ninety one. X Blackman ninety one. Uh, I repeat that X Blackman ninety one. You can add him on PlayStation Network, uh, so that you guys you can play with him uh, in Metal Gear Solid Five, The Phantom Pain, or any other games that he has. Uh, I thank him for coming to the show. He's a long, long friend of ours, longtime friend for a very long time, and still gonna be a, a were friend. You, were, yeah, <laughs> it's I, like you're trying to do a word count for an essay, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just like you have to do five paragraphs. Do he is all. a long, long, um, long time. Well, long he is time. extremely tall, so I have to say that <laughs> he's extremely. Then why tall. are you still noted as the tall one in the group? I don't know why. I, I don't know when he's the tallest. Wait, let's let's just end this before this turns into another <laughs> conversation. We are UCBP. You are UCBP, and we are signing off. And that's our show.